Blog Talk Radio. We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. Take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other. Hold up each other's arms and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army. So we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go bride! Our soon coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministry, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Did you hear me? Yes. Hey, John, go ahead and ask again. I almost had you that time while I'm doing this other intro. Yeah, that's so bizarre, man. Yeah, go ahead and ask again because it almost did at that time. <laughs> Hello, Bride. Welcome to Bride Time Live. This is your host today, Dr. June Knight. Listen, Bride, it is my honor to host ministers from all over the world. We are honored to hear their life stories because it is for God's glory. What is their journey like? Listen with us today as we give God glory for this person. Amen. Dr. June Knight coming to you from Washington, D.C. Yay, listen, God is moving in Washington, D.C. Come on now, God is moving. Listen, we are believing that God is about to show out in this country like we have never seen. Come on, bride, are you excited? Are you fired up? I know I am. I had just come out of the National Day of Prayers week-long events. We have been praying. We have been travailing. Come on, bride. Do you think God has left us? Do you think God has forgotten us? Do you think that God does not see at least 10? Come on now. Does he see at least 10 people? Yes, I say we have at least 10 people in this country 
that love this country and is fighting for our country. God has not forgotten us. We are the remnant. Come on now. Everybody give it up for Prophet John Natale. Yay. How you doing, sir? Are you with me, Prophet? I'm with you. You hear me? Yes, can I hear can me, hear Jim? you. He tried to join you in. If you want to try again, go ahead. I actually but tried, listen, like, how are you doing time, tonight, Prophet? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. How about yourself? I am doing, I am so excited about what God is doing in our country. Listen, I have been around such greatness over this past week. My spirit man is jumping out of his skin. Uh, so excited, feeling the fire in the atmosphere. Maybe it's just revival among me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel revival in the air. And I know you do too, brother. Amen. Amen, June. I know that God is doing some crazy awesome things in the in our nation, in the capital, in all of our regions. And it's just very exciting what's taking place and some real serious words have come down the pipe over the last couple of days, so I'm excited about what God's doing. Yes, now listen, Prophet, before we move any further about your words, listen, there are people watching, there are people listening all across this world that do not know uh, who you are. So would you mind telling them a little bit about you and a little bit about your ministry before we get started prophetically? Well, we've been ministering for a long time and been preaching the gospel for since I'm 19 years old, 18 years old. I'm 53 now, and we've traveled all across America and stand under under some amazing anointed men of God in the prophetic office, John Paul Jackson, Bob Jones, Paul Keith, and did some amazing times and amazing seasons, and it didn't come without a price, and it, was no, it wasn't always that way, you know, God... You know, we had to be tested and proven, you know, and over the course of the last 10 years or so, we've been working, in, okay, here we go. you know, in a prophetic office and, and uh, you know, and, and slowly but surely going into a governmental anointing. And over the course of the last three years, God opened up the doors completely, you know, to, to release governmental prophetic words into this nation, into the president, to other nations, Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu and North Korea, South Korea. And um, really did some amazing things And we had the opportunity To be on CBN several times And a lot of the words that we've released Regarding the president before he was the president And it's just been steamrolling ever since And God's been doing some amazing things And he gives us the inside information About what's taking place in our nation And with governments all around the world And it's all about encouragement And giving people hope and inspiration And all that God's in control And doesn't matter what we see Doesn't matter what's happening all around us God's got a plan, and his plan is that he has everyone in mind. So that's how we're being used, and it's exciting, whether it's individually or for the church, for the bride, or for nations or for governments. But at the end of the day, it's all good, and it's exciting to be a part of it, and I'm just a voice in the wilderness. It really is exciting. You know, uh, we had this gentleman at the National Day of Prayer, and he was reminding everybody of, like, Moses. You know, when Moses was up on the mount, all the children of Israel were in sin, and they was doing, 
you know, terrible perversion and building idols and all this. And God was so upset he wanted to kill all the people. And Moses interceded. He's like, no, please take my life. Don't kill my people. I love my people. And God ended up judging them a little bit, but he still had mercy. And so this guy, he was reminding all of us, you know, Luke, just because we see all this, don't let that be your measuring stick of failure. Listen to God because this is the time when he's wanting to use us and really shine. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Listen, we, you know, at the end of the day, everything that's taking place, you know, we're absolutely in a crazy season right now on a national level in this in this nation regarding, you know, what to believe. So many people are not sure. There's so many people living in the realm of fear and anxiety. People are not, you know, if, you know, most of all the bride, the bride is living in a realm of uncertainty because there's, they're, they're not on the fence anymore. They're, they're either on one side or the other. And God's trying to get us into a place of unity. The word of God says that when the, when, when the people are in unity, they lack nothing and their numbers grow daily. And it's so super critical in this season that we're in, especially being Israel being the barometer for the world, uh, D.C. being the barometer of the United States. It's so important. It's so detrimental that the body of Christ is hearing the same voice. And that's what God is using this ministry about. And it's, it's trying to help people see that he has a plan. It's coming to pass. And, it's, and every week, every month, you see it come to fruition more and more. And it's so exciting to see what's happening you know the the good the bad it doesn't matter god's still in control but at the end of the day he's given us glimpses and he's and he's revealing the mysteries of heaven of what's coming so i'm excited about it i'm excited about what god's doing at the end of the day there's no worry there's no fear he's in control of all things yes and you know john what else is so exciting is that we are born for this no matter what is happening, we are born for this. This is the greatest hour for our lives. You know what I mean? Well, we were, you know, we live in the greatest time of our, you know, in history. It's the most amazing time what's happening on the earth, you know, and it, and especially in this nation with all the all of the stuff that's coming against, you know, whether it's the church, with, you know, the nation, you know, abortion, the whole deal. You know, we can look at it and, and see, you know, people are losing ground, you know, you know, the church is losing ground. You see all the bills that are being passed. But at the end yeah. of the day, you got to understand that the Lord allows certain things to take place. So it doesn't matter if something, you know, comes to pass, you know, in, 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 in a negative realm. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the Lord also, come on, God, the Lord also sets up the enemy. Okay, for failure, he'll allow certain things to take place in order for certain things to take place after that. So it doesn't, if everything always just worked out on our behalf, no one would have to have any faith. But the key, you know, the thing is that there's going to be adversity. The enemy's a prince of the air, and man has free will. God will never affect that. And, at the, and the, you know, at the time that we're in and the seasons that we're in, everything's going on. We keep pressing in, we keep pressing in, and we never stop believing, we never stop contending. And you expect the unexpected, and because mm, come on, God, because the enemy thinks that he wins. Even all the things yes. that are taking place in the different nations, the enemy thinks he wins. Because you remember something: the enemy is not all knowing. He does not know what tomorrow is going to bring. But the Lord will actually use the plans of the enemy to set him up for failure, and at the same time set us up for victory. Hmm. 
Well, that reminds me of Haman. That's what Haman did to Esther. And he ended well, it's up the same being thing, set yeah. up for his own failure. Well, it's the same thing with Joseph. Joseph went through yeah. a pit. He went through slavery, and he went into and he went to a prison for several years. Uh, he, right. I mean, why do you know? You, a lot of people will say, "Well, why God did you allow me to go through such you know such hardship and such adversity?" But the Lord allowed the plans of the enemy. Okay, because you know the the enemy wanted this man dead because he represented greatness and he represented the future and he represented restoration and reconciliation, and the Lord allowed him to go through a pit, but He gave him the strength and the, and, the, and the ability to overcome his adversity and slavery and where he was headed. He was headed to the second command of Egypt. Any other person would have just commit, you know, just succumbed to it and said, "I'm done. I'm tainted. I'm burnt. I'm fried." But he had knew yeah. he knew that there was something inside of him to keep going. And he saw the future. He recognized it in the dream. He didn't understand it completely. He didn't have the full blueprint, but he understood the mystery that there was something that God was trying to reveal to him that was far greater than what he could imagine in the natural eyes. And that's why he had the ability to overcome the adversity, which was not a natural ability, that's spiritual ability. And that's what's happening in D.C. with the president is that there's no way, physical way, that this man can continue what he's doing in the natural realm unless the Spirit of God was on him, because any other person would have cracked. That's right. Come on, God. Yes, I believe that. Amen. Now, John, I would like for you to go into, uh, let's start with this year, okay? Uh, When we had you on here before, we was talking about this shift. Uh, that was taking place. We talked about what was going to happen in the spring, and we talked about what was going to happen this summer, which was the revival. Uh, can you talk to us about what are you hearing now? What is? I want you to talk to the bribe. What are you hearing, sir? Well, right now, what we can see right now is, you know, there is. I released this word several weeks ago. It was a. It was a. Uh, you know, a, a secondary word of what we've been speaking over the last several months and this this was basically this word that i that we released for the for 2019 came back in october of 2018 and that was the year of ownership that god wanted to take complete ownership of our heart number one and then everything else would follow and then we saw the things that were going to take place regarding you know you know your tent posts and activation and authority and 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 your level of authority and your level of understanding 2019 is a place where you are positioned correctly, positioned correctly, because it also is also it's 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 paralleling what's happening in the first term of this presidency. The first term of the presidency is about positioning and uh, and and cleaning and position. Oh, come on, God! When you position, when you find that place, like Abraham, when the Lord said, you know, go and you know and, and find that place. When you find that place. You know, you get there, you clean it up, and then you get that tent in there, and you put those stakes in the ground. And the and the first tenure, and what we're in right now is a place of where you're where you're occupying the land spiritually and physically. God is bringing in a harvest for you, whatever it is, whatever God is choosing for your harvest to be. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is; He chooses it. And then in the second term. God is preparing a re- complete realm of favor and blessing. But I want to tell you, these first these terms that he's going to be established in bring significant favor and blessing on the entire nation. But 2019 wow. is a year of ownership regarding the body of Christ, meaning that you need to be positioned 
correctly regionally where you're supposed to be, whether it's vocationally, where you're geographically, where you're spiritually, whether what, whatever body you're a part of, whatever church you're part of, everything is, is, is going to be uprooted and, and positioned correctly for you in this year for what's coming. Because what, what ends in 2020? The first term, doesn't it? And yeah. then we go into the second term. And the second yeah. term is about a complete plethora of blessing. And we prophesied about this um, a few weeks back about of what was going to take place in the first term, what was going to finish in the first term, what was going to come in the second term, and that was going to come after the second term. But we are in an absolute season of opportunity and blessing, but it takes activation and understanding and revelation to position yourself. You just can't do it in the natural realm. You've got to be super sensitive in the spirit realm. But God has a plan for every individual that's calling him by his name. So what I'm hearing you say is that in the midst of chaos, in the midst of darkness, God can still bless. He can still uh, take you in your promised land when everything else is collapsing. I'm experiencing this for my own life. It is absolutely the truth because this is when you're stepping into your destiny, you're stepping into your purpose. And your purpose is what God has designed in the midst of all the mess. The mess, the things surrounding us, Prophet, does not dictate our destiny. See what I mean? Absolutely. Man doesn't dictate your destiny. Your checkbook doesn't dictate your destiny. Nobody dictates your destiny. Only God does. And he requires you you to, to make significant decisions, specific steps of faith, our family's in the same exact realm, what we're doing right now. And even in the midst of, you know, if you look, most of the people in this nation would tell you, dear Lord, it seems like it's chaotic. It's all over the place. There's absolutely no unity whatsoever. But you see, in the midst of the storm, Jesus is in it and he's resting. Come on, God. In the midst of when he's on the boat and the, and the boat's going all over the place and it's, and it's violently getting thrown to and fro by the contrary winds, He's resting simply because natural elements don't affect spiritual authority. Come on, guys. And I've said this before a hundred times, a hundred times regarding what's going on in our nation right now, naturally. Natural weapons against this president have no effect on him whatsoever. And somebody asked me this last night because we released this word and about the world. We released this word about the president just recently. And um, they asked me, said, are you endorsing this man? It seems like you're marketing this man. And I made it very clear. I market no man, and I don't endorse anybody. I just release the word of the Lord, no matter who it is, no matter who it's for, no matter what president would be in office, whether or not this guy was named was Bill Smith. It's the, Lord, the word of the Lord releasing a word to the, to the nation, to the people, to let them know that I'm in control. I'm, about, I'm doing this. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. I am going to make this thing work. I'm going to make this thing happen because natural weapons, as I said before, and natural means don't, cannot have any strength or, or any um, – um, they, they cannot be victorious over spiritual authority and spiritual means. Exactly. Well, would you mind going in and reading uh, this word that you just released the past couple of days for the president and then what you released today? Well, I'll tell you what, I, I released this word about the president the other day, and the Lord's been giving me so much insight um, about just this tenure 
and then what took place today with, with Israel was was crazy. And I can just tell you right now, as long as this president is in office and he has the relationship that he has with Benjamin Netanyahu, and we prophesied this as well, June, that this relationship with this minister from the leader from Israel would go down in history with epic proportions. We've released these words about Netanyahu from months and months ago about this relationship, that it would go down in history and that they're joined at the hip and the word is Hebron about that, that, that the United States right now is in a place where it's honoring Israel. And as long as you honor her, you will be blessed significantly. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. So I'm going to release, I'm going to share with you the word that we, that we released and, just the other day regarding the president. And this was on Saturday when I released this word. It says, so this man that is called Trump is guarded by what is unseen, where there is no gaps or cracks in the wall, a hedge of protection that cannot be breached. So why do you continue your assault on the one that cannot and will not be replaced? You have considered and positioned someone else to come against him, but this has already crumbled. Confusion has come in your camp, and confidence cannot be found. A plan and a strategy to remove what has been positioned by me cannot be established, nor will anything come to fruition, simply because I will not allow it. It shall not be so. For there is one who thinks he will dethrone the one who holds the highest authority in the land, but I laugh at your plans and your schemes. For you mock now, but in its time, your agendas and your motives shall be put to shame as the trumpet shall be heard again in the land and echo throughout the nation. He shall have a greater voice that rumbles like the sounds of thunder, and he shall have the eyes of an eagle. For nothing shall go unseen, for darkness shall be exposed once again, and one very important person who hides behind brick walls shall be brought to justice. Have you not learned? Have you not seen? Your fight in the natural is no match to what has been placed in office by spiritual authority. But what who opens and closes the doors without any hesitation or hindrance? So now I tell you these things. Your resistance only causes more strength, and your mocking only causes grace to decrease. For the window is open for grace, so choose wisely. Open your eyes so you can see, and open your heart so you can feel. The next several years will reveal the mysteries of ancient days, and in this you can trust. Come on, God. Yes. Wow. That's a crazy that's a crazy word, man, simply because the Lord is making it very clear. See, I had a vision of him just a few days ago where I saw him. He wasn't he wasn't sitting. He was standing and he had his hand out. And I saw him looking over the nation. And I saw him looking to and fro. And he was looking at all the people groups. But you could see the seriousness on his face because you got to understand something. There's so much stuff out there, June. There's so much teaching out there that, that, that God is just, he's just 24 hours a day grace. And that's all it is, is grace, grace, grace. But that is not biblical. God, there is a time for grace and there's a time for justice. There is a time when the Lord says enough's enough. You can see it from cover to cover. Just ask Ananias and Sapphira. There was no Come grace on, in that New Testament. Okay? So don't ever say that the Lord only releases grace 24-7, 100, you know, 100%, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. There is a time when he will get, he will move things out of the way simply to keep his plan of action moving. And you can see this right now because he's uncovering the darkness. And at the end of the day, is this about a man in office? Absolutely not. Of course not. Is this about anything else except him? 
Yes, it is. This is all about Jesus. This is all, everything is supposed to be fixed on him. All the attention goes to him because at the end of the day, his plans are far greater than ours simply because the plans that he has that he wants to carry out in this nation are for the benefit of us so we can come to the understanding of the mystery of grace and the mystery of reconciliation of what he did for us on the cross. Yes, amen. Come on, God. Yes. Well, the way I look at it like this is he's not coming back after a church that is weak. He's coming back after a church without spot and wrinkle. And we're going to have to keep ourselves pure from sin, you know, like keep ourselves uh, not with the spirit of Antichrist. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I, I totally understand what you mean. We live, we, we serve a Lord that is so loving and so gentle and so kind, but he's such a respecter of persons. You know, he yes. has the best interest in our lives. And yes, he, he does. you know, there's times, like I said, it's strong. And there's times when, you know, there's a lot of times when he's just releasing it's just, it's beautiful love now that people, because the word of God says, you know, June, the word of God says, we're not going to be known by our power. We're not going to be known by our itinerary or how big our ministry got. We're going to be known by our love. We're going to be known by, because when you have a genuine interest in people's lives to let them know that they're worth something and they have value, it doesn't matter if they're saved or unsaved. People, you know, it's, it's when people understand that you have a, literally an interest in their lives and there's a, there's, a, there's a desire to see them to, to be successful in any capacity. When they see that, it doesn't matter what they've been through or what they're going through or what their past is. When people see that you have a heart attitude for them, and an and 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 eye gaze for, their, for the very person that they are, that they have value and worth, things change. That's a perfect key of how change, things change in a city, things change in a state, things change in a community, and overall in a nation, when that's about unity. Unity is about the bride, unity is about Jesus, and unity is about people coming to the place where, you know what, it's not about me, it's about him, and you know what, I'm, I'm yielding myself, and I'm humbling myself, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to help facilitate someone else to move forward and give them opportunities to be who they're all who they're called to be and pursue their destiny and the calling of God in their lives. Well, I saw that you had posted a couple of words today. What are those words? Are they continuations of this? Well, the word the word that was released today was actually. I mean, I don't usually. The Lord doesn't usually um, do a piggyback in and release another significant word right after a, a word like that, that oh, came okay. forth regarding yeah. the president. That was, that's actually a first, but I was in prayer today. I was just waiting on the Lord, you know, and I was just, just soaking in his presence, you know, just, just listening to God. And all of a sudden, you know, you could feel the presence of God move so significantly. Then all of a sudden he just, you know, he just released this word about Israel and the Gaza Strip. And, you know, and I never expected it in a million years, and it just came in out of nowhere, and that's the suddenlies of God, you know, that he has his eyes on everything, because there's a lot of things going on with Israel right now, there's a lot of things going on in that part of the region, you know, and, and there's rumors of war during the course of the summer, but like I said, Israel is the barometer of the world, United States is the barometer, come on God, United States is the barometer of the church, and a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, how could the United States be the barometer? How could the capital, how could D.C. be the barometer 
of, of, of this nation simply because he's using that as the rudder. D.C. is the rudder to the nation. Come on, God. It's the rudder of, of where the boat goes. Okay, and, and every, God wants everyone in the boat. Come on, God. And the problem is we got so many people that want to jump out of the boat, you know, and God wants everyone in the boat. Just like, come on, God, just like Peter, June. You remember what Peter was when Peter asked the Lord to, that he, you know, bid me to come if it's you when he yeah. was on the water? Okay. Yeah. Realistically, do you think Jesus just wanted Peter to walk on the water? Of course not. He wanted everyone to come out on the water. All right. But they just they they watched. A lot of us watch and we'll, and we'll watch and we'll see what other people do and how they'll respond. There's so many people in this nation. There's so many people, June, in the bride right now, in the church, that are so unsure and they're not hearing the voice of God, so they bank on what other people say. Influential people will say this. Influential people will say that. And just because they got a sphere of influence means they must be correct, so we'll just jump on that. And they'll just automatically just believe something else instead of hearing the voice of God for themselves. Come on, God. Mm-hmm. So that's what our ministry is all about. Our ministry is about is, 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 is breaking into that plethora, breaking into that realm of understanding where people can literally grab a hold of this because it's so super critical. And, and, like, and lastly, I want to say is this. The Word of God says in Revelation that pray that you not be deceived, that, you know, that, that even the elect shall be deceived. That's what the Word of God yeah. is. It's not the lost. It's the believers. That the in the last days, in these last days, what did they say? What does the Word of God say? They'll call evil good, and they'll call good evil, and it gets yeah. all mixed up. And come on, God. And that's not the lost saying that. That's the bride saying that. Okay, because the Lord doesn't address the lost. That the lost yeah. are going to be the one that dictate, and they're the, and they're the you know the the horn that speaks. It's the bride. It's so super critical, and we are living in that realm. Right now, exactly in that time where we have two sides of the coin, we got the one side of the coin, the one side of the bride is saying this way, and the other side of the, and the, other, the bride is on the other side of the coin saying just the opposite. And God's trying to get everyone back in, but it's, it's going to take a toll on people. They're sacrificed. And you know what? But at the end of the day, you got to do what God's called you to do. You got to be what God's called you to be, and you got to go where God's told you to go. Yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Do you have anything else you want to tell America tonight? Yeah, I'm going to release that word that I released today about Israel and the Gaza Strip. Oh, go ahead. Go for it. Okay, and this was at, this was, um, I think around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, one thirty in the afternoon, somewhere around that time. And I heard that, I heard this, and it was so, absolutely so clear. And so, because remember, I want to just tell you something. In this season that we're in, we're going to see some supernatural divine suddenlies that were absolutely going to puzzle people to like, how in the world could that have possibly happened? Because it just doesn't make any sense. Remember, in our, in our, mm, come on, Jesus's thoughts are not our thoughts; his ways are not our ways. Okay, we can't figure him out. Come on, God, we can't figure him out, and we just got to allow him to be God. So here's the word that came forth today, and that word was this. It says the blood speaks and the ground shakes. The rocks cry out, I have not forgotten, nor have I abandoned you. I stand and I watch, and my hand is extended across the land. So keep your eyes on the Gaza Strip, for a swift victory comes and the giants flee the land. For a strategy created before time began has been released to the one who knows my heart. 
for he will govern wisely, and a transfer shall come and restore what has been stolen. For the skies shall show their colors soon as the sign for what is to come. For what they said will never happen, so not only take place, but never be surrendered again. The completion of what is mine soon comes to pass. Come on, God. And I can tell you right now, I can tell you right now what God's talking about. He's talking about Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah. Because I know this man knows the Father's heart. I know he does. I know he does because that's the reason why this man still stays in office. There's a reason for it, okay? And the, the enemy tried to get him out in the last campaign, but he couldn't do it simply because God has a plan for Israel and the United States, and it's super critical over the next two years, and it's super critical over the next four years that this plan that revolves around Israel and the United States. And as long as these two men are in office, and as long as these two men are joined at the hip, as though, and they are, you're going to see some absolutely crazy accomplishments in the spirit realm that manifest in the natural and bring about an amazing blessing for both nations as Israel becomes stronger and stronger and stronger and occupies more and more and more land. And the enemies, come on, God, and the enemies that were trying to come after her and try to surround her borders, because it's not time yet, have no weapon, no strength, and they flee. And it's this this unity between the two nations. And as long as that unity is there, we have an open door of absolute incredible blessing and the wind of heaven upon these nations. And you just have to grab a hold of it it and just receive it and just let God do what he wants to do and just let go of the reins and trust him that he's in control. Come on, God. Yes, I agree. Uh, It's really uh, an amazing thing to watch the relationship between them two. And, uh, you know, right now we have all of those uh, bombs that are going off over there in Israel. It's a really troubling time. What do you think about that? Well, you know what? There were so many rockets being sent. But you know what? But this is the, the, the thing about the enemy. The enemy tries to intimidate. The enemy tries to let you know that I'm, I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. That's the same thing that Goliath did, okay, when the, you know, the Philistine champion. He would let them know that I'm here. That's why he'd always call out, you know, the army of the Lord, and they'd always buckle down, you know, and then, you know, and just they wouldn't be able to accomplish what they want, they were, God wanted them to do because of intimidation. And the enemy yeah. always wants, you know, he tries to intimidate Israel. But the, the, it's, so, it's so comical at times. Because the enemy knows who he's fighting against, but you see, the enemy uses man, okay? He knows he can't defeat the Lord, but he uses man, all right, to, to, to bring about, because what he wants to do is bring disarray, and he wants to bring panic, and he wants to bring chaos. But you see, it doesn't matter what he throws. It doesn't matter what he sends. You've got to understand that what's protecting Israel is not natural forces. It's spiritual right, authority and spiritual forces. Okay, so the Lord's got his hand. There's angels surrounding the nation. There's angels in the nation. It's all over. So it doesn't matter. But let me explain something to you. The summer is super critical because something very swift is going to take place on that soil. Well, I'm excited because I'm going to Israel in August. (laughs) So I'm excited. (laughs) That's a good time to go, too. (laughs) My first time there. There's a amazing, amazing opportunity right now, and you know we've had the opportunity 
but you know the Lord has been you know he's been he's been waiting and it's a sila to pause you know for you know for the plans of the Lord and there's times when you know June that you know you can you can have a desire to go somewhere and but you can actually get ahead of God and it's so detrimental that you're always where you're supposed to be when he wants you to be because you can be yeah. the will of God is not just he opens the door the will of God is you walk into the you walk through that door when you're supposed to walk through the door because you can actually get ahead of God and be somewhere yeah. where you're not supposed to be at the appointed time and then you're actually out of the will of God because that's disobedience because you're not hearing correctly and then you don't get the full favor of what God wants to do and then the enemy has access so the enemy only has access in your life where authority is given. But watch Israel. Watch how, watch how Benjamin Netanyahu, um, the, just the strategy that this man has over the course of the next several months in finishing up the spring, finishing up the summer. Watch his, this, this next me, the, oh, Come on, God. The next meetings that he has with this president that's called Trump and how they strategize. But the Lord has already given a directive to this man that's hidden behind the scenes and something fantastic. And supernatural is about to, to, to literally be revealed in the land called Israel during the course of the summer. Well, I'm excited about it. What about you, Bride? I'm very <laughs> excited about it. Come on, God. Well, Prophet, if you don't have anything else, I'm finished for today unless you have another word. No, I'm good, man. Just know that, listen, Lord's got some interesting, awesome blessing for all of us. All right, and it's, yeah. it's we. There's no reason to worry. I mean, I'm going to want to share with you this word that we released on Thursday. This was Thursday's okay. word, and the word of the Lord said, "Don't be disheartened by what you are seeing or hearing presently. New opportunities and blessing have been released, but it'll take some patience and some activation that will test you, your faith and your character. These open doors are active, and will they'll not be closed until you have entered in." The end result will be very rewarding for you and your family. Take a breath and move accordingly to the directives that I give. Everything will fall into place perfectly. You know, I can tell you this, that we've been preaching the gospel for a long time. It didn't come without a price. And there's much yeah. of a price. The prophetic, the prophetic office is a, it's more of a lonely road than, a, than, a, than you, there's, there's more people that are against you than are for you. You know, and it's not oh, about yeah. being popular, and it's not about, it's not about having a, you know, a, a, you know, a following, and it's not about that. It's not about making people just feel good. It's not about, you know, just, you know, just entertaining the crowds because th that's not what it's all about. And unfortunately yeah. in this nation, you know, June, unfortunately in this nation, the prophetic voices, the true prophetic voices on a, gut, on a national governmental level are far and in between. There's not many in this nation. There's not yeah, many. And there's no, there's no room, okay, and I've said this before, I'm going to say again, there's no room for error. You cannot release governmental words that have that to do with nations and governments and presidents and be off. There's no such thing as that. There's not a proving ground. There's no room because if you're off, then you're not hearing the voice of God. Okay, and God's yeah. not going to give you a platform to release a word on a governmental level unless you've been true and, and proven. Okay, you don't just step up and all of a sudden I'm a prophet and I'm going to pr I'm going to prophesy over a nation or into a leader. It doesn't work that yeah. way. It's never worked that way. God tests okay. and proves. So because in today's day, it's not about God doesn't give a rip who you are, and God doesn't give a rip how big your ministry is. That does not impress I him agree. at all whatsoever. What God's impressed with is your heart. That what you're releasing at the end of the day is not about any man, any man, any person. It's about it's about the heart of God. But He also wants you to understand the accountability that you have for releasing what you're releasing, because lives 
are dependent and they're listening to you, but they're also going back to the Lord. But it's about releasing truth that bears witness and puts all focus on Jesus. And at the end of the day, and if your life becomes that much stronger and if your life becomes that much more richer, you know, in the word of the Lord and, and, your, and, and in the relationship you have with God, then at the end of the day, then I did my job. And my job is to push you more to him and away from me that your life becomes that much more of a servant, much more of a, of a bond servant, knowing that, that your passion is for him and that your eye gazes on him. And at the end of the day, you, became this, you, you were able to see him and hear him more clearly because there's more eyes on you. And if the Lord tarries, the next generation of people that are right in front of you, your children, they're going to see you for what you are, and they're going to see what you, what you were made of, and they're going to see what your character was made of. And we need to pour yeah. that into them so they can see that, you know what, at the end of the day, my mom and my dad, they knew God, they heard God, and that gets poured into them. And that's the foundation that we're looking for, and that's the foundation that we're looking to pour into people's lives. So they can, at the end of the day, because when the days come, when it's strong and it's hard, because we released this word too, June, and I'm just going to say, you know, at, at the end here, as we're closing, we released the word, you know, several weeks ago about the, about the president. And at the end of his second term, that the, the windows close of favor. The windows close of favor, and grace is not going to be abounding. It's not, you're not going to have that. There is going to be some serious stuff that comes after he leaves. And people don't understand it, and that's where their eye gates and their ear gates have to be open to the very things of God and to, so they know what to do, when to do it, what to say, what not to say, where to go, what not, where not to go. And it's super critical that if you're sensitive to the Spirit of God, it doesn't matter what you're seeing around you. Everything's going to be okay because he's the one directing you and not yourself. Yes, I remember when you released that powerful word that uh, at the end of his second term, you know, this is going to be like a great judgment, you know, uh, that we need to understand that we are in a window of opportunity uh, right now during these, what, next six years. Uh, is a window of opportunity, and the church needs to grab that opportunity and realize that God is about, to me, I see it like this, Prophet. I see it like, okay, we have a uh, a president who is anointed with wealth, okay? Obviously, he's anointed with wealth. The church, what have we been asking God for all this time? Because I have interviewed ministers over 400 now across this country, and I hear all their hearts when they say, oh, I have visions, I, I want to have this building, I want to help prisoners, and, and I want to help the elderly, and I want to do this, and I want to do that, and as soon as God gives money, I'm going to do that, okay? So I feel like God gave us this present that has this anointing for wealth, and there's about to be a shift where all these people that have these great visions are about to get their wealth. They're about to receive the provision that they need to complete their vision, and it's for what is coming. It Come is on. to prepare for what is coming. And if church is not, uh, if they're so sidetracked by the mainstream media and listening to the garbage that's coming down the pike, because, listen, Prophet, it is not just the media. It is everything. It is the entertainment industry. It's all seven mountains, all of them. That's entertainment correct. Entertainment industry, the education, 
everything is pushing this vomit down the pike in our country. If they are not spiritually in tune to God and they're they're accepting all the offense that they're throwing out everywhere, every way around, they are mm. going to miss the boat through offense. You see what I mean? That's what I hear yep. God saying. You know? Absolutely. We're in that season right now and you can actually read that word that we released regarding the first and second term on our website, which is johnnatalli.wordpress.com or our social media site on Facebook, which is Prophet John Natalie. And that was on March 23rd, that word regarding the, the windows of heaven and what takes place after he leaves office. And you can read that word and you can pray into that word and let the Lord speak to you about it. But uh, March 23rd is the word about the significance of what is established and what takes place in the United States after he leaves his office. Well, thank you so much. I will look that up and I will share it with uh, my friends so that they can see that word. And if you don't mind, sir, before we get off here, would you mind praying uh, for the bride that we will not miss the boat and that we will jump aboard? Amen. We just give you so much praise and we give you so much glory for everyone that's listening god from coast to coast from idaho god to texas from california to new york father from hawaii lord puerto rico god this great nation that you've blessed us with god every individual that's been contending every yeah. individual that needs a breakthrough every individual that's not really sure god doesn't there's there's no level that you have to please him there's there's no there's no amount that has to be filled in order for him to truly be blessed and how much he loves you. There's no there's no levels, there's no requirements. The only thing he requires is that our heart our heart attitude is correct and we just yield ourselves. But I just ask you right now, God, for every family member, every mom and dad, husband, yes, wife, Lord. son, daughter, brother and sister that are on this call, Father, and that are not on this call, that the supernatural suddenlies of heaven would come upon them. Father, just just blow them away, God, even this week. God, this week, release something just suddenly upon their lives. And those that have been contending, Father, and I understand it, Lord. I, Father, I was raised in it. I was raised in all the stuff that, Father, that, that most people have gone through, drugs and alcohol, Father, uh, divorce, not divorce uh, separation, you know, just sickness, disease, abuse, Father, just and all of these things, God, that you allowed me to see and to come to get through, Father, to get through these things, God, and and to even write about them, God, that Father, you used adversity for our for to be a tool, Father, in my tool bag to help others. It doesn't matter yes. what you've been through. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Everything is subject to change. Your financial situation, Father, even when Father, when I was a young boy and a family living in poverty, and even Father, as a as a man of God and struggling financially and you allowing us to go through something lord so we can understand the mysteries of heaven and, and understand the, the complete dependency on you that it doesn't matter and, and understand father that everything that i've been through father to have an understanding and passion for others that are going through that if you've done it for me you'll do it for them and as a great man of god father great 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 man of god spoke to me in 2002 in michigan god amazing man of god said to me lord when i was when i had nothing Nothing in ministry, God. And he said to me, John, if he did it for me, he'll do it for you because he's not a respecter of persons. Don't ever stop believing. Don't ever stop expecting. A lot of us live in the, we live in the realm of hope. 
when we're praying for God and we're praying for a breakthrough, we don't really believe he's going to do it. And a lot of times we just, we just remind him of our needs and we're hoping that God will do it, but not expecting. So we just speak yeah. forth right now, God, the expectation, God, the expectation, just like that father, that officer, that soldier, God, that looked at you and he just looked at you in the eyes and said, you don't need to come back to my home. I understand authority and I understand that when you say it, it's done. All you got to do is just say it. He understood the mystery of authority, God. So I just speak forth right now for every individual, including June, down in Washington, the calling that God has on her life, God, as a correspondent, and the impact that she's to make, that, she's to make down there, God. And every individual, yes. Father, just supernatural grace, supernatural open doors, Father, supernatural divine appointments and connections with people that will help facilitate her destiny and the destiny of everyone on this call. And even all the, all the ones that are on this call that, that are waiting for their sons or their daughters to come back home, as I, I was on a call just the other day, Father, just releasing this as well, but that it doesn't matter where they've been, it doesn't matter where they're going, if, as long as you've poured into them and the foundation has been poured into, the Word of God says, train up a child in the ways to go, and he'll not depart. That's a promise. It's not, it's not a maybe. It's a promise. So it doesn't matter yes. if they're off the course. It doesn't matter as long as they're, they're still moving forward. And there are many of us that have gone off the course. They're still moving forward. He's called the kinsman redeemer. Thank you, Lord, that at the end of the day, you bring them back on and they're right where they're supposed to be. But, Lord, we just bless these families for their endurance and their tenacity and their character. And dads and moms, husbands and, and wives, God, that have been persevering and enduring for a long, long time and saying, Lord, when is it my time, God? When is it my time? We just speak, Father, right now over their lives that the windows of heaven, Father, would just be literally open and the, and the curtains raised, God, that, Lord, just the vast just would open up and bless them right now. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory. We thank you, Father, right now. Your name, amen. Amen. Uh, I just want to thank you for being on here with us tonight, and I want to pray for you, Bride. Let's all come together in agreement, and let's pray for him. Lord, we thank you for this man. We thank you, Lord, for... All the things that he has been through to be a prophet, Lord, we know it's not been easy. And we honor that road, that uh, trying time that he's been through, Lord, that rejection many, many times that he goes through by people. And, Lord, I thank you that he has kept his uh, measure of truth, Lord, before your face so that he can stand before you with honor more than any other person. And, Lord, I thank you that you have aligned us up together, Lord. And I thank you that he is encouraging your bride, Lord. He is encouraging her to grab the moment that we have and to uh, become all that you have designed her to be, Lord, encouraging her not to let the darkness swallow her up and not let uh, the darkness discourage her, but... She would rise above and pull out that sword and fight. And I pray for his family, protection over his family. We plead the blood of Jesus over his family right now. Lord, we pray that you continue, Lord, his ear and his frequency open to heaven. That is the most important thing in his life is that his ears are in tune with heaven. His spiritual man is in tune with heaven. Lord, we partner with that tonight. Lord, give them everything they need to be successful, Lord. Expanding their borders, Lord. We thank you and give you praise tonight, Lord, for this broadcast. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Brother, it's been a pleasure, and before we get off here, I'm going to play the shofar to end this broadcast. Amen.